0: Hey, what's up? Welcome to the KC Squared Sports Podcast. It's, it's on, on the air. air! My name's Keaton. I'm Carson. And I'm also Carson. And today, to start on our podcast, we're going to first go into the Lake Brantley football game from last week. The Liberty game. It was at Lake Howell, and Lake Brantley obviously did win the game with a score of 55-38. to 38. Blowout. Very big, very big blowout. The run game obviously was doing really well, and for me, I may be a little bit gullible, but I am very optimistic about the team this year for one reason. Our offense, the triple option, it needs a mobile quarterback. It needs two good running backs. We got Noah Hudak, a very good mobile quarterback, and we have Travis Lusko and A.J. Williams. Our offense has never been more prepared to be good on on the field than they have this year. That's
1: all I'm going to say. It may just be tricking us, but this could be an actual year for us to shine. If our defense holds it together
2: we'll see I, Jeff, Here we go. I mean that's the one thing <laughs> go stay in... go far <laughs> that's the one thing when we went undefeated in what was it 2015 yeah well, the triple yeah. option was just ripping teams apart nobody could stop it so that's that's pretty much the main facet of the team is if when the triple option works the team wins games that's exactly. the defense
1: ones are playing amazing but if they tighten it up you never know hey who needs
2: yeah. defense when you score 54, 54 points am I right exactly exactly all right,
1: so this week, though, Lake, Mary, or Lake Brantley goes to Lyman in their rebuilt stadium that they just built. The title for their first game was uh, Lyman Shows Off New Stadium, Gets Demolished by Winter Springs, so hopefully we'll have some success there. <laughs> oh, no, wait, no, they play like Mary. They play like Mary.
0: Lyman <laughs> did I thought it was Winter Springs. Uh No, no, the, no. The, yeah, they lost to Lake Mary, My which, which is significant because looking ahead to next week, Lake Brantley plays like Mary. So, if Lake Brantley has a four showing against Lyman, who then just lost to Lake Mary, not looking so hot for the big Lake Mary. Mm-hmm.
2: Got a, We got a couple of big games coming up. Obviously, Lyman, we usually expect to beat them every year, because we beat them, what, five years, five in, a row. years, five years a, in Five years in, a row. years in a row. Class of 2020, so never
1: seen them lose. Class of 2020, never seen them lose. Opposite to Lake Mary, we've lost every
2: year. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, obviously, we want to beat Lyman, and we want to beat Lake Mary. A lot of times, we don't, um, but hopefully, we can change that this year. We'll see. I believe. I believe. Yeah. I believe.
1: I believe that we will win.
2: (laughs) All right, so moving on to college sports a little bit. We got two week zero college football games, uh, Miami versus Florida and Arizona versus Hawaii. First off was Miami uh, versus eighth-ranked Florida. Uh, The final score was 20 to 24. If I had four words to describe the game it would be what are you doing <laughs> because it was it, it was full of penalties full of mistakes there was no none of the offenses were like challenging the defenses I felt I felt like they were just waiting for the other team to make mistakes which happened a lot there was a lot of mistakes fumbles
1: in the first couple drives right yeah.
2: yeah um so obviously it was a rough game for
1: both teams um Miami held their own, though. They very well could be a contender to go to the ACC
2: championship for, against maybe a Clemson. Yeah, oh, for, yeah for most sure. of the game. That's
1: obviously looking ahead, but they, they held Florida like w- with their own. So. For
2: most of the game, they held in there, and then it really kind of fell apart, I felt like, in the second half. Of yeah. the f- second half of the fourth quarter. Their offensive line was literally getting destroyed. Their offensive line could yeah. not stop. That anything. left side of the offensive line was just getting. He, getting, out he by that pelted. He was getting toasted every get Yeah. Yeah. Every like, single game. It got a little rough. Every single. Every yeah. single snap, he was getting toasted. I think the
0: big takeaway from that game is just how utterly incompetent <laughs> Felipe Franks is as a starting quarterback, oh, as God. a quote-unquote number eight team in the nation. Uh, he- did you
2: see? Did you see? He on the sideline. The camera cuts to him, and he goes, "I do this, so stop playing with me." Into the camera, exactly. and then immediately. He goes out on the field, throws a pick, yeah. first throw, right after he talks trash to the camera and then goes and throws a pick. He has a very big head for being he's a, an average quarterback. <laughs> yeah. he, he has not proven the reason he has and such it's a been big head.
1: He hasn't really developed too much yeah, at all. He's right now
0: yeah. going in his junior year, I believe. And They get still... out of this
1: one, but this, Miami's not going to be, they're young, This first year coach, they're not going to be the team that uh, Florida needs to beat this year to get where they want to go.
2: Exactly. He had 254 passing yards, he went 17 for 27, which is 63%. Uh, Two touchdowns, but two interceptions and a few fumbles in there as well. So not a great game. They were also two for 10 on third downs. So that's not a great... 20% is not necessarily where you want to be on on third-down conversions. Yeah, and
0: I mean, that stat line doesn't even look that bad when you're just looking at the raw numbers. But then when you put in perspective, like, when those interceptions were at such, like, pivotal points in the game, like, Florida had the chance to easily put the game away with a late drive against Miami. But then just probably easily the worst throw I saw all night and then probably the worst sub-pass I've seen in the past couple years... Felipe Franks underthrows his wideout by probably 5, 10 yards just right into the hands of a Miami guy.
2: Really makes you wonder if he actually was aiming for that <laughs> defender or not. Uh, so a a good sum up of the game I felt like was Miami's last offensive possession after that interception. They they had a chance to take the lead. They are only down by 4 uh, because of a missed. Uh, they were down by 4 instead of 3 because of a mixed, missed uh, extra point earlier in the game. I don't want to talk about that though. Um, their lost offensive, offensive possession after the interception, 40 yards and penalties. Three sacks, three fumbles, four QB hurries, and an intentional grounding penalty. All on their last, which would have been the game-winning drive. And they're
1: they're a young team. It's their first year. You kind of expect this. So from them, it's like they hung in there. Florida should have pulled away. They didn't. Better teams. Florida will not get away with that. Yeah, from the stat
0: line you just mentioned, Keaton, you would think that that would be like a 3-and-out drive that it ended in like a 4th-and-82 to the end Florida's the game. Right. But yeah, yeah, basically every single chance Florida had to put that drive away, they would just give up another pass interference call and just over and over and over, and it got them all basically all the way down the field before Miami eventually right. didn't pull that's, out.
1: that's what happened on Miami's drive right before halftime, too. It was offsetting plays. It was sack, and then 15-yard pass, and sack, and then 10-yard run, so... It, the whole
2: Florida's defense never really got consecutive plays together to put away right. the game either. And then on that on that last drive, like you were saying, Carson, Florida had back to back pass set interse- or pass interference penalties, and then they had a third pass interference penalty in the end zone that, that ended up got con- end up getting uh called off. So both teams struggled a little bit. That's to be expected in the first week, but especially from an eighth ranked Florida with, you know, veteran coach, a lot of up, un, upper class uh players. Fairly veteran quarterback. Yeah, you yeah, expect so them you expect them to be better than that. I agree. Especially against an unranked team. Yeah.
1: On a positive it, note though, the uh the night game was a great game. Oh for sure. For Arizona, sure. Hawaii, so Arizona not Hawaii. not so big yeah, names. That's that but... a good one. Yeah. It, it came down to the wire. It always throws
0: you off when you're watching a game at 12 o'clock midnight, basically, <laughs> and you're watching them in Hawaii, and it's not even sunset yet. Right. It always throws you off a bit. But yeah, that game, especially that Hawaii
2: quarterback, he just, I mean, was really just tearing it up. And also the Arizona quarterback. It was, yeah, it was a shootout. Hawaii, 45 points, uh, almost 600 yards. Arizona, 38 points and 540 yards. So neither defense really did anything, but it was a fun game to watch. Um, and then, obviously... Last drive of the game, why going for the end zone? Um, Arizona. Then or, yeah, was it Arizona? Yeah, yeah Arizona. is oh, yes. yeah, so. going for the end zone. Their quarterback scrambles. He gets all the way from, what was it, the 30-yard line? 30-yard yeah, line. He was 30-yard line, like scrambles 29 yards, gets tackled one. on the one-yard line. are all zero. Clock rolls zero.
0: Yeah, it's really one of those type of games that you just love to see on like that final game where you're kind of just in a food coma, still chilling from the <laughs> previous Florida-Miami game. Especially, yeah. Yeah, and you really just get to watch this just exciting, just boom, boom, <laughs> pow type of performance from both teams. For sure, yeah. Yeah, the it's Miami, always,
1: oh uh, yeah, all right. It's always uh, tough because I mean Arizona quarterback, he's been a stud for years. Right. He's he's insane, he can run, he can pass. They have just not put a team all the way around him
2: yet. He's it's they're decent but it's Hawaii also. Yeah. That uh that Miami-Florida game kind of left a bad taste in my mouth, but then watching Arizona-Hawaii, I was like, all right, this is football. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. All right, so. now
0: we're going to get to our next segment, which is our weekly segment. We'll probably do this basically every podcast we have, <laughs> and that is called the Hot Take of the Week. Ooh. So that is all three of us. Yes, we're so going to come up with our own little opinion we have, maybe a little bit controversial, maybe a little bit uh, not as popularized by the uh, you would see on Twitter or any social media like that. But they always do have some validity, okay? So I'll start with mine, and mine relates to NFL football, and that is regarding the Cleveland Browns. Now, all offseason, we have seen Odell Beckham Jr., Baker Mayfield, all these different guys running their mouth about how good the Cleveland Browns are going to be. However, not only are they going to lose to my Tennessee Titans in Week 1, they're not going to win their division. The Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win the AFC North, and I believe this because... When you take out a toxic player like Antonio Brown from the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think they get better. And I think that you're going to see improvement from the Pittsburgh Steelers when they don't have locker room conflicts like that brewing every single week and they don't have to be on first take with Stephen A. Smith every morning.
1: And you can just kind of chill out, be a good football team, and just let the numbers speak for you. And you saw a little bit about that when uh, James Conner stepped in. He was just as good of a running back, and the team was just as good without uh... Uh, Le'Veon Bell. For sure, for sure. All right, so that brings me to my hot take. That brings us back to college football week one. Uh, Big Ten action, Wisconsin versus USF. USF, a little underrated. They held UCF, or they ran up the score against UCF, almost had a chance to come back. I have USF beating Wisconsin. I always love to root for the Big Ten because you always want to see your conference do well, but I think USF pulls a shocker in week one. Wisconsin's not quite as good as they have been in years past, and I think it's a it will certainly be close no matter what. Wisconsin's only favored by about a touchdown. In the end, I do think USF pulls it off. (laughs) And
2: a shocker in the Big Ten. Keaton. All right, so uh, my hot take is going to bring us all the way back to high school football. We kind of went in in reverse order there. Um, But high school football, obviously we got Lake Bradley High School Patriots facing off against uh, Lyman this week. And then next week we're facing off against Lake Mary High School. I think both weeks Lake Bradley High School is going to catch a win. Obviously, it's not that much of a hot take against Lyman because we beat them a lot. But Lake Mary, we've struggled against. And I think this year, the uh, triple option is going to prevail against the Lake Mary High School.
0: Yep. Well, that just about wraps
1: out our show for the week. Um, feel free to email us at kcsquared at gmail.com if you like the show. Show it to your friends. We'd love to get more popularity, and we'd love to do a mailbag episode if we can. Yeah, feel free to send us your burning
0: questions about Lake Brantley, college football, NFL football, any sports in general, We can to touch on the
1: baseball.
0: Oh, we can even go to baseball while it's still around for the next, like, five, Couple six months. years. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All right, and yeah, that just about wraps our show. See you right. guys next week. We'll nice see for you next time. time.
2: Don't forget to check out BrantleyBanner.com for more Lake Brantley High School news. We're off the air.